Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to Love Your Work Life, episode 132. Before we get started, I just want to remind everybody about Strategic Leadership Lab. I'm so excited about this because it is launching in January 2024, and it's a one-on-one coaching program specifically for middle managers. Everywhere you look on LinkedIn, you see people talking about how they are an executive leadership coach. Well, my friends, I am a middle management coach. I spent so many years of my career in middle management, and I know exactly what you're going through. The frustrations, the elation, the success, the feeling like you're not even being set up for success, but actually being set up for failure. Strategic Leadership Lab, we get to be lab partners. We're going to dive into all the things that are going on in your world. And I have a specific curriculum month by month to address things as they come up. That's why launching in January, we're going to start the beginning of the year, just like you start the beginning of the year. We're going to talk about job performance reviews and how you can do those in a way that feels authentic and actually gets people moving forward and accomplishing more and feeling good and engaged at work. So I definitely want you to check out Strategic Leadership Lab. Applications are being accepted right now. You can go to my website, elisashuck-careercoach.com, look at the top navigation and click the link for managers only. And that'll take you to all the information you need and to enter your contact information so that you can do the little survey and we can get started in January. Wouldn't that be so cool? You could have a completely different experience as a people leader and provide a great experience for your team because we want it to be win-win, right? When they do great, the natural byproduct is you look good. That's what it's all about. All right, now let's get into this week's episode. Sometimes loving your work life means getting out of where you are and into someplace else. And I totally understand that. I think of a time early in my career when I actually left because during a performance review, I was told, you've gone pretty much as far as you can go in this company. And it was a small company. They had a couple of locations, but there were other areas that I knew I could contribute. It wasn't necessarily about getting another title. It was about expanding and doing more and contributing more, really leveraging all of the skills and abilities I knew I had and exploring the interests that would not only be exciting for me, but beneficial for the company. So when I was told you've gone as far as you can go, I was, I was gone. That was my decision. 
There are other times when you feel like you must leave because it's so demanding, it's draining the life out of you, it's just toxic, whatever. We all have our reasons for getting out because we don't love the work life we're doing in that moment. And if that's you and you are ready to make your move, I want you to release all of the fears you may have about getting into a similar situation. That's something that I coach clients through on a regular basis because they start interviewing and they're starting to see red flags or they're starting even just to have internal fears about what if I can't trust myself? What if I end up in the same awful situation again, just for a different company, just with a different group of people? So today I'm going to give you some questions you can ask that will uncover the values, the culture, the team dynamic, the leadership style of the organization that you are considering so that you can decide if they are for you. It doesn't matter if you are currently employed and wanting to make a move or you are unemployed. In every situation, every time you are interviewing, you are evaluating them as much as they are evaluating you. I want you to get that into your head. You are not the submissive in the context of an interview. You're the curious one. You're the one figuring out, is this going to be right for me? And I want you to really go into every single conversation with that as your context. You're not desperate. You don't have to convince anybody of anything. You're there to evaluate and decide. Go in with that thought process that mentality, attitude, whatever you want to call it. And it's going to put you in a position where you feel much more in control. What happens when we feel in control? We feel more confident. We can relax a little bit. We don't feel like uh, we have to push too hard because it's kind of like they're coming to you, right? I want you to adopt that, that mindset. Okay, so I'm going to give you some questions to ask, and I'm going to talk you through the reason for each of those questions. The first one is about leadership. Now, caveat here, these are questions for the hiring manager. These are questions for, say, the panel interview. These are questions that you can tweak in those different audiences to help you understand. Remember that a lot of times a recruiter or someone you're talking to in talent acquisition is their role really is checking boxes. Do you have these skills? Do you have some of the qualities that maybe the hiring manager shared with them and they need to just double check that? I'm not saying you can't use these questions with recruiters, but you may have to tweak the language a little bit. So first of all, let's talk about leadership. When you are asking questions of the hiring manager or of the team 
to uncover leadership style, you're really looking for the signs about what you want and what you don't want. Here's a great example of a question you can ask. How do you stay engaged with what's going on with the team on a day-to-day basis? When you ask that question, you're looking for signs of micromanagement. Thousands and thousands of people responded to my survey on LinkedIn, selected micromanagement as the most toxic behavior they've encountered in the workplace. So my guess is you've probably encountered it too. We want to uncover if that's going to be a problem. So when you ask the hiring manager how they stay engaged with what's going on, you're going to learn something about them. This is another great question to ask of, say, a team member or the panel interview. Just change it up a little bit. How does your manager stay engaged with what's going on with you all on a day-to-day basis? Wait for the answer. Look for the body language. Are people pausing and hemming and hawing and don't know how to answer? That might be a clue. If they answer readily and clearly, oh, yeah, we just do one-on-ones every week. Or, yeah, the manager just checks in on a regular basis. If you want to know more about that, then do a follow-up question. Oh, that sounds really cool. Hey, give me an example. What, what, is, what kind of stuff do you cover in the one-on-one? These are ways to find out the information that you need but it's also your way to evaluate, to get an understanding. How are people responding? What is going on with all of this? It's really important that you look for spots throughout the interview, if you can, to ask these questions. You don't have to wait until the end. Find your spots as you go along. That's a bonus point because that makes the interview more conversational when you can pick your spots, but they work whenever you ask. All right, let's, let's look at another one. This one is about recognition. Your goal here is to discover team dynamic and how and if achievement as a team is valued. So the question is this, What was the most recent team accomplishment and how did it happen? See how this is going to give you a sense of, do they even know what their most recent accomplishment was? Can they talk about it? Wouldn't it be so cool to be on a team that actually makes a habit of that? I worked for a company where every month we did recognition and this was each other. These were team members standing up and recognizing a fellow team member, a cross-functional team member for something they did. So find out, discover if they value achievement, if they recognize achievement individually and for each other. Super, super powerful. Here's another great one. This is about opportunity. This is an interesting one because, you know, you'll get asked the question sometimes, where do you see yourself in five years? And that can be about opportunity. My advice when you're asked that question is to never say something like, oh, I want your job. (laughs) 
there's not very many people in this world who are so self-assured and self-confident that they wouldn't be threatened by that comment. And you don't want to make the person that might hire you feel threatened by you. You can't control their self-esteem. You can't control their thoughts, but you can certainly guide the narrative and help them understand that you're just interested in contributing more. You're just interested in finding ways where you're able to offer more value. That's a great way to respond. But there's also a way for you to figure out if this company is going to have opportunities for you. And that's by asking this question. Tell me more about the job title, what it means, and the reporting structure. What you're uncovering is the functions of the job title, the place of the job title inside the organization. Sometimes the job title sounds like one thing, the descriptions kind of supports it, but if you ask the question, what does it actually mean inside the organization and alongside the reporting structure, you'll get more information. You'll also learn where you fit and where you can go within that ecosystem. Super important. Maybe you'll find out that that particular role is at the top of the band and the person who would be your next step has been there for forever and it's unlikely you'll be able to make that next step possible. Although I have a story about my own career where I thought I would never make it to that next step. And then the company restructured. And guess what, my friends, I was put in that role that I thought was never possible for me. So you never know, but you want to go in kind of understanding what it means and where you'll fit so that again, you're evaluating them for you, not just trying to fit into their mold. The next one is about impact. Ask this question, who are the people depending on this role for their success? This is probably my all-time favorite question to ask in an interview because you will get some understanding of the teams you'll be interacting with. It kind of fits a little bit with that opportunity question as well, because you might realize, hey, there's a really cool team adjacent to this one, and that offers opportunity. Or it's just something that you can keep in the back of your mind as something you may want to do at some point. But when you understand the people that are depending on you and your role for success, you are going to understand more about the team dynamic. You're going to understand the cross-functional teams that you'll be working with. Maybe there's a cross-functional team that you've worked with in the past that you would prefer not to work with again. Now you're giving yourself that kind of information. The other cool thing about this question is what it demonstrates to the other person when you ask it. That means you are seeing this role as bigger than you. It's showing that you understand that there is an interdependence that always exists inside companies and you care about it. This 
question blows managers away whenever you ask it. When I debrief with a client and they said, oh my gosh, I asked that question about impact. And they thought, wow. Some of them have actually said, no one has ever asked that question before. Wouldn't that be a really cool way for you to stand out from the crowd by understanding that you realize that this thing is bigger than you and you want to be part of it? You want to be helpful? Another question is influence. How does this role or team impact the company direction and results? We all want to be part of something bigger than ourselves. That's just human nature. So when you ask this question, you are finding your place in the company and where it's headed. This is a wonderful question to ask for sure the hiring manager, but I love this question for the executive level. Sometimes you will be meeting with your future boss's boss and maybe even then some. If it's a small company, you might even be meeting with the CEO. They like to know who all is coming on board and sort of offer their blessing to all those hires. So can you imagine how cool it would feel as a CEO to interview someone who actually cares how the role impacts the company direction and results? And you will also find out if these are the kind of results you want to be part of. Never, ever, ever forget that an interview is a mutual exchange of value and information. Ask questions, evaluate, choose. You can decide throughout the interview if they are ticking your boxes. It's, it's actually your responsibility to do that for yourself. And my friends, before you ask any of these questions, have in mind what the right answer is. That means, did they tick your box? Get a vision of what a healthy, wonderful team dynamic means to you. Write it down with as much detail as possible. Maybe you've worked for a team like that in the past and you're trying to get back to it. Maybe you haven't worked for a team like that. And the only example you have to know what you want is what you don't want. That's okay too, but you've got to write it down. You've got to have a vision of it. Our brains want harmony more than anything else. And so if all you're thinking about is what you don't want, then that's all your brain is going to show you. The more you capture, visualize, and articulate what you do want for yourself, you will be able to identify it when it's out there in the world, when you are interviewing other people as they are interviewing you. So for each one of these questions, the leadership, the recognition, the impact, the influence, everything I've shared with you today, stop and write out what does a great manager, what does a great leader look like to me? You will be able to see it when it's there because you've decided in advance what that looks like. Just like they've decided in advance what a great new hire looks like. 
You decide what a great company looks like. You decide what a great team feels like, a leader that you would be happy to follow and walk through walls for. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you again soon. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.